Welcome to the Trade Secrets Podcast, the number one podcast in construction, with your hosts, Joseph Valente and me, Paul Selvin. Get motivated, get inspired, and get educated. If you like what you hear, don't forget to like and subscribe. Hi guys and welcome to the Trade Secrets Podcast. Today I'm joined by a very, very special guest. This is Kieran from KMM Energy Solutions. Now Kieran's been with us on the Academy for about, what, about four or five months now? Yeah, three. We've done three. I've done three sessions. Three. Steve's done two now. Of course, yeah, brilliant. Okay, so just tell us a little bit about yourself and where were you in, in business? What have you done job history in the past? Um, so I've been in this business for six months, so it's okay. relatively new, but I've been yeah. a surveyor or salesman um, for five years okay. uh, in the solar industry. Yep. Before that, I've always been in sales, mm-hmm. um, direct sales, done uh, run small-scale businesses as well, okay. um, like sales teams, essentially, like national sales managers. So it's all been primarily sales-based. Yep. Um, and I think now, obviously, we're taking the plunge to uh, you know set up our own teams. Uh, Your own business. Yeah, so we're working for ourselves rather than other people. Fair enough. Yeah, because I mean, most of our clients, obviously, they come from a trades-based background, hence the name Trade Mastermind. Yeah. And we're trying to build up these businesses from electrical businesses into, um, you know, renewables businesses and trying to take the tradesman into a businessman. Now, you said that you've had a sales-based role. Was that for you said as an employed role with other companies? or um, Always commission only, so I've never had a salary-based job uh, wow. in your always whole life. Always winging you, always yeah. been trying, yeah. <laughs> well, I enjoy it, yeah. I, yeah. I like waking up and not knowing yeah. you know, what's going to go. I think, um, you know, not having that structure allows me to have, you know, three, four months off a year, you yeah. know, holidays, you can pick up and leave a job whenever you want. Yeah. And I think especially in my 20s, that was, uh, you know, the draw card okay. uh, for travel and freedom. But uh, as we get a bit older now, we want to get a bit more serious. Yeah, I know. That, that holiday really. goes down. Yeah, I know that for you, definitely. <laughs> but uh, so from a sales point of view then, so if somebody understands sales like yourself and you understand revenue and you understand figures, what has now drawn you into the renewables industry? What what sort of opportunities are you seeing in the renewables industry that's made it attractive for you? I think um, basically I'm born off grid um, in Australia. So okay. my mum's a real eco warrior. Right. And so she's a horticulturist, built her own rainforest on 10 acres of land. Wow. So we had no maids power, no maids sewerage, right. um, no maids water. Okay. So I think from growing up in that, yep. life's gone in a bit of a weird circle. Yeah. I didn't necessarily imagine I was going to do that. But... Um, when I got out of my last profession, I wanted to go into something that I knew was going to be a career yep. and I knew would have a bit of longevity into it. Okay. And I think um, renewables, even five years ago, was pretty obvious yep. that the world was going that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what sort of led me into it. I mean, to be honest, I literally typed in Google um, highest paying sales job near me. Really? And I clicked on a link. And and came with renewables. Well, no, I just came up with a, a like a... Um, you know, like a contact form to fill in. Yeah. And so I filled it in and I met up um, with the, the area manager of the old company. Yeah. And then um, took the job a week later. Fantastic. Okay. And so so do you see this as a growth industry then? This Obviously, if you're coming into it now at this point, because you said it's quite a, a baby business really, it's been it about six months. Yeah. So, I mean, we've been doing the same thing that we're doing now in terms yeah. of the physical, you know, um, model yeah. um, in selling. But now we've got a joint venture with an install partner and we've got an investor on board that wants us to do mm-hmm. um, schools, uh, churches and you know Ministry of Defence buildings. Right. So we're trying to niche off into that area because yeah. I think there's a lot of um, 
competition in the domestic market and mm-hmm. there's probably less competition in the commercial market. Yeah. And I think there's probably been a slightly slower uptake in the commercial side than mm-hmm. the domestic. I might be wrong on that. Yeah. But um, we need the domestic side to um, fund the cash flow yeah. of the commercial business. That's what we realised. So we've had to strip it back. Yeah. We've got all these leads in that sector, which is great, but the cash flow isn't great. Um, so that's why we've gone back to domestic. Well, that's we, what we know. Yeah, but I mean, this is one of the things that we always come up against in, in most traders' businesses anyway, because the, the commercial stuff seems more reliable. And it seems um, because there's there's longer time spans on the jobs, the bigger jobs, but obviously you always play and catch up on that cash flow game. This is why we always try and flip the switch to the domestic model, because as you've just explained, trying to keep that cash flow positive position is yeah. very important in business. So part of business skills, especially, are going to be sales and marketing. You seem like you've come to that with that point already locked down. You've done this. So why did you apply to the academy? What was it you were looking to actually get from the academy when you when you came on board with us? I think um, when I came to, I, I was I was looking. I knew I had to get some education to get to the next level because when we okay. were getting into the room with certain people, um, you know, we've gone sort of big fish, little pond. Okay, you know, yeah, from yeah. our job, you know, we were really good at sales. We were, we were, we were, you know, we were near the top. Yeah. And then when we come into the business world, um, you know, as you can tell from seeing me and Steve, you know, the spreadsheet side of things, the conversation, the mm-hmm. terms, the acronyms. Yeah. We we didn't know what we were talking about when we were having meetings. Yeah you know, with people that wanted to invest in the business, they could see the skill set that we have. Mm-hmm. But I think to vet the people that we were working with yeah. to understand it, we knew we needed that next level. Um, and Joseph, it was probably when we came to that discovery day. Oh, yes. You, yeah. you know what I mean? It, it humbled me mm-hmm. to realize how little I actually knew. Yeah. I guess it scared me enough in a good way yeah. to, to action, um, you know, finding out about how to be a better businessman. Well, that's, I think is probably the key reason. And yeah, it's fair enough to say. I mean, I was in exactly the same position. I was, you know, people know my story. I was Paul the plumber when I walked through the door here. I, I, I knew how to fit the boiler. I knew the technicals, but I didn't know how to actually go about making it a profitable enterprise and a profitable... We're like the other way around, aren't we? Yeah, exactly. You know, this we know how we, to sell it, but yeah. we don't install it. So we still don't install it. But yeah. I think, um, you know, to understand, like like you said, yeah. how it all works, you know, it's obviously if we're going to train people and grow a business. Yeah, you need to know that back end. And so you've seen an opportunity in the market. You've seen that in the solar industry, you're going to make a hell of a lot of money and there's decent profit margins. Like I said, from what we've seen on the Academy members, 45, 50% gross profit margins which is extraordinary in the construction industry to see those margins and now you're implementing the back-end systems now you guys i know from obviously previous chats are already starting to build this infrastructure so this is all developing quite quickly for you guys so what have you implemented since joining the academy and what's the next sort of steps what are you getting involved with at the moment how's your company growing so i think what we've done is we we have had a little bit of a pause to be honest because we got a bit distracted with which way we were going to go yep um so we went to go into the commercial side so Mm -hmm. i think kmm is going to stay as the domestic arm good and we've got another company that's going to stay with the domestic uh, sorry with the commercial arm Mm -hmm. and i think um you know we need to build up this side before we can go into that so we've built up loads of surveyors and that are ready to go um you know we've got a bit of a backroom team now that's Mm -hmm. going to qualify the leads we've also got a lead generation company that we're setting up yeah so I'll probably say the main obstacle we found when we work for another company as a subcontractor, you know, just in sales, yeah. is 50% of our time is wasted right. by terrible leads. Yeah. 
So if we have control of the lead and the acquisition and can make a business selling the excess on that, mm-hmm. um, it's going to be another revenue stream because everyone wants better leads. Of course it is. It's, it's, it's undeniable. And I think there's a lot of saturation in the market. Yep. Um, and the price seems to have you know doubled as a rough rule of thumb over the last year yeah. for those leads as more people enter the market. And then you look to work with other sort of mastermind and academy members to then yeah, yeah. come up with sales as well. Yeah, we want to have teams out. Um, you know, Our goal in the next year is to have 20 teams out um, per week generating leads across the country 20 a week yeah 20 teams a week nationwide nationwide yeah. wow you're dreaming big yeah i like it though yeah well, well, we say dreaming big but you've also planned this stuff out haven't well you? i've done it before yeah like the, the the you know the, the way the events that we're going to do i worked in for eight to ten years before yeah and i sold a product yeah. that was pretty niche as a paintball tickets Right. So I used to sell paintball tickets for eight to ten years in universities, Tesco. You know, and it's yeah. seventy quid a pop. I got paid seventy three pound. So it okay. sounds crazy. Yeah, but I got That's five, a mod. <laughs> I got five pounds override on the sale because I was a manager. Yeah, so yeah, normally yeah. you get sixty eight if you're at the top level, and they right. make the money on the paintballs on the day. Okay, so. It might seem like a roundabout way to answer the question, but if I can stand in those events and yeah. sell a product that's niche yeah, yeah. And, and get the money in the day in what that event. 70 quid ticket. On yeah. a 70 quid ticket, yeah. now I'm just trying to book in free surveys mm-hmm. for the, in the energy crisis. Yeah. I think it should be far easier. And with the average ticket price at 10, 15 grand, a pop for a proper solar job these days, this is where that 40 to 50% margin really makes a difference. Especially if you compare it to other areas like uh, house rewire or, I don't know, fixer lights. Yeah. You don't Less volume. Around. Yeah, there's, there's, you don't need as much volume. You don't need as much infrastructure to still provide that sort of seven-figure, eight-figure even business. Yeah. Which is the, well, for me at least, and the, for the other academy members I work with, is the most exciting thing. I mean, we worked on one of the academy sessions where we, we built the business backwards. And we said, what net profit is it that you want to actually gauge? And then we just build it back by design. And it just tells you how many leads you need to sit, how many, sorry, how many leads you need to buy, how many surveys you need to sit. And it takes that. Take some guesswork out, I guess, because you, I mean, business. The clarity. That's, yeah, that's what we're getting. We're getting a bit of clarity because mm. we, me and Steve in particular, you know, yeah. we meet up and we have meetings about the meetings. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And we and we, 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 we get so excited. Yeah. We go here and at the end of the day, we're like, right, what have we actually achieved? <laughs> what you achieved? You know, we've just fantasized yeah. for a whole day and we're millionaires. You and, need you a know. managing director to rein you back in, don't you? Yeah. yeah. And that's, chairman. that's what we've got. Like <laughs> yeah. compared to most of the people on the course, we're not going to get that 45% um, margin because mm. we've got a model where we halve the profits with the in-store company. Yeah. Okay. So... Yes, it might seem like less money. So we, we're doing half the work. Yeah. So we're not going to have anything to do with the, you know, the contract sides, the registry, the documents, the actual physical installation. Yeah. So it allows us having time to have that two-pronged approach between the sales and the actual um, lead generation. Yeah. Um, and allows them to focus, obviously, on, on that side. So it builds up both businesses. Sounds exciting. Yeah. I mean, you said that you and Steve obviously get excited about this sort of stuff when you talk about it. That's what business should be about. It should be about getting excited about it. You Most of the time. Yeah, yeah we get stressed as well. Well, of course, you know, <laughs> ups and downs, you know. Yeah. If, if business was easy, everybody would run a business, mm. you know. But the reward that you get from running a business, especially like this in the construction industry, is born out of the fact that it's hard work. But it doesn't have to be that hard. Mm. You just need to know the secrets to actually make it seem a bit easier. But, so what do the next sort of six months hold for you then? You've got a goal. We always talk on this on, on the academy about having a goal and planning it and not just making it a dream and a vision. You need this crystallized. So where do you want to be at the end of the academy? 
I think um, at the end of the academy or in the next six months? Because well, we've got a bit, yeah. Yeah, do do the end of the academy and then do the next five years. I want to know okay. what your dreams are. Well, just for the end of this year, yeah. we want to nail the lead generation side yeah. and solidify the cash flow yeah. for the amount of surveyors and yeah. the teams that we have. If we can get that running, yeah. then we know that January, February, March, April is the boom time in the industry. Yeah. So we want to then aggressively expand at that point to get further surveys, further teams out. So the next three months, I guess there's a lot of data collection yeah. and going back to basics, less away from the commercial, mm -hmm. more on the domestic yeah. um, to give that foundation of the business so that we can then grow in the commercial. Because the way we want to exit the business is in five to 10 years. Okay. Obviously, uh, five is great. Yeah. Uh, 10 would be great as well. But cool. I think we're realizing everything takes a little bit longer. So you've got uh, that exit plan already in the mind as well? Yeah, we, we want to get those big contracts on the schools, the yep. churches, the Ministry of Defence buildings, which our contact is, is you know already getting us into. Cool. And we know that if we can secure them, those are long-term contracts that would take us years to yep. get through. So if we can sell halfway roughly through those contracts when we've got that um, track record and proof of what we've done, yep. we're able to market it and become more of a household name. Because there's not really a household name in, in solar. There's not. This is what I mean. This is why it's, it's... I mean, obviously, I came from the boiler industry, but it, the profit margins aside, just the fact that this is a new industry with so much growth potential should get most people who are entering the industry now excited about this opportunity. Mm. And I mean, for you guys, you've proved it. I mean, you've, you've worked hard. You're two talented guys. But to go from... Having a sales background, yes, you've got to play with the skills that you've actually got in, in your back pocket already. For most people, it's in being able to install and know the technical stuff. Yeah. For you guys, it was sales. But you've still gone from setting a company up to now within three to four months hiring a team of what you've got two surveyors now with another nine on standby. Yeah. And now you're looking to you know take the business national. That's some growth. You should be proud of that. Yeah. And so I always say this to other business owners that you've got to really celebrate the uh, the the um, what's the word I'm looking for? You've got to start celebrating the successes in your business as well, the things that you've already achieved. This is why we yeah. start every academy session with successes. It is great. Like, yeah, I think being in the same room with other people, you know, you can feel a bit isolated as a business owner. Of course you can. Because you wake up on a Monday morning, for example, you know, you've you know maybe forgotten about, you've had a bit of a weekend, I play football, yeah. you know, watch a bit of football. Then you get on your desk, you're like, bloody hell, this is it's happening again, you know? <laughs> yeah, I've got no, all yeah. this. And, and you see it as problems yeah. rather than opportunities for success. And I think myself personally, I, it's a bit of a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever been so up and down no. in terms of emotion. When I, when I was just selling, it was handed to me on a platter yeah. and I had a very um, manageable um, expectations and roles for the week. Yeah, you know, it, was, it was pretty much the same. So, but this is what we try to do here. We try to build a community that are going to support each other through. And you get that even though I'd like, it's, it's quite a nice feeling when I see the room mm. communicating and sharing tips and stuff like that. So I really enjoy that as part of being, you know, my head coach role is that seeing you guys develop together and going forward is, um, it's, it's a really great thing. For me. Well, in the same way in our business, we've had it where there was no training. Yeah. There was no culture. Mm. There was no meetups. And that's right. what we want to create in our business, which I guess is synergizes well with what you're doing. Cause you probably know when you started, you, you didn't have any support network or, or the education. The first time. Yeah. And like I said, you, you're allowed to go on company's house to set up a company for about 15 quid with no training whatsoever. It's, it's criminal, really. Yeah. They wouldn't let me fit a boiler with no training. Probably just to answer one of the other questions about what we're trying to achieve is to fast track it. That's yeah. what I was trying to think of. We, you know, we know we're going to get there, mm. but we don't want to get there in 20 years. No. You yeah. know what I mean? Because there's not that much time, I think, in the industry to establish yourself. So you, I guess that's probably our main motivation is to educate and, and fast-track yeah. our progression. You want that knowledge quickly, sustainably. And be able to implement it. Yeah. And like I said, this is why I enjoy being the, the accountability partner in a way because 
I like to make sure that people are on track. And this is why I kind of give people a bit of a hard time sometimes and ask you about your metrics and what you're doing and what you're not doing. Because I think if, if you're not being held accountable, me personally, I always go backwards. It's just a human nature. We, we've done it with the spreadsheet side of things, as you can tell. Like, you know, we get, well, I got really excited about it, looked at it, mm -hmm. had a few things I couldn't figure out on it. Yeah. Then the whole thing, you know, messed we'll up. Back to something yes, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's it. We haven't touched it since. And that's right. what I mean, Steve, we come back to because yeah. we've got other people running that side of things and then they're asking us questions and it's it's embarrassing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. You need to know. You, you need to be in charge of that shit, really. So. Mm -hmm. Well, that's great. I mean, it's, it's great to see that you're doing wonderful things. I'm really excited for you guys for the future as well. So how do people get in touch with you as well? For your um, we've got a website up and running, uh, kmmenergysolutions.co.uk. Um, you can book a survey on there or just have a little look about what we're about. Um, it is changing slightly, obviously, with going back to more domestic mm -hmm. uh, rather than the commercial side of things. So um, we're just focusing on solar, batteries, um, and EV charges at the moment. Uh, but air source heat pumps and, and other heating solutions will come in as well. That's great. Well, look, thank you for being the guest on the Trade Secrets Podcast, Kieran. It's been really enjoyable having you on. If you've enjoyed that uh, episode at home as well, then feel free to click the link below and subscribe for future episodes. Thank you for listening to the Trade Mastermind Trade Secrets Podcast. If you want to find out how Trade Mastermind can help you further, head to our website, trademastermind.co.uk. And don't forget to like and subscribe.